In today's episode of Mind Reading Marketing, we are going to be talking about addressing objections. This is such a common thing that you'll get whether you offer a service or a course, and it can be really hard not to take it personally. So today I'm going to go through some tips for handling objections and go over some common objections that I get and how I answer those. Hi, I'm Isabel Kateman, and I own Stripe Dog Creative. We build beautiful brands and highly strategic websites for six-figure online service providers and course creators looking to reach seven figures and beyond. I'm excited to have you here for the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast, where we let go of the bullshit and deliver valuable information quickly. From practical marketing strategy to self-care for CEOs, tune in each week to go deep on one specific topic and get actionable advice you can use to grow your business even further. Let's jump in. Today, I'm so excited to talk about addressing objections. I know this was something that I really struggled with when I was starting my business because it's so hard not to take this personally, but you are inevitably going to get objections whether you offer a service or a course. This is something that's really common, so it can be really helpful to understand how to handle these. And I, as I mentioned before, I'm going to go through some common objections that I get as well. But... Before we jump into that, I have a really exciting announcement to make. For the first time ever, my cart is open for the Mind Reading website program. This is a 12-week program that I am offering at half price for the first time only that is going to walk you step-by-step through creating your own strategic website. We're going to go over website strategy, website copywriting, website design, and how to design and build your own simple and effective show it website. So if you're someone who's struggling with creating your own website, if you're not confident in your website, if you keep tinkering it or feel like it never looks good enough, if you know, you're not a hundred percent sure that your website is effectively converting clients, or if you know that your website needs website strategy, but you have no clue what that means or how to implement it, then this program is for you. In addition to all of the video lessons, which span across six modules, you'll also get weekly Q and a group coaching calls with me access to a Facebook group of your peers, and over $6,000 in bonus content, including videos from experts like brand photographers, lawyers, and SEO gurus. You can find the link to the course in the show notes of this episode and also on my website at stripedogcreative.com. The cart closes this Friday, July 1st at 8 p.m. We will never be offering it at this introductory rate again, and I am so freaking excited for it. It is packed with so many amazing and incredible juicy things. So if you are someone who is like, my website could definitely be better, and I have no idea how to get there, then this program is for you. Link in the show notes. All right, jumping back into addressing objections. So the first thing about objections to note is that One, you're always going to get them. I know it can be scary and I know it can feel like a really big deal, but just know that everybody gets objections. People who are dealing with, you know, six-figure business owners or seven-figure business owners who are dealing with other six and seven-figure business owners get them. Even if your product is $25, you will get them. There will always be someone that says that they don't have enough time or don't have enough money or are confused about something or whatever it is that you are selling. I promise you everyone across the board gets objections across every type of business, okay? So that's just something to know because I know it can be so easy to take it personally. And that's my second tip is really make sure that you don't take it personally. I know this can be so hard, but we've talked about this before is it's really about taking the emotion out of business. And I obviously don't mean that you don't want to be like a human being or be personable, but you'll be much better off in business when you come at business, making decisions that are best for the business and having conversations that are best for the business versus taking things personally. When someone has an objection, regardless of time, money, whatever it is, to a service or program you're offering, 
that is not an insult to you. And that's not even an insult to your program. Objections are going to happen. I'm sure that you have purchased things or thought about purchasing things that you had an objection for. And that didn't mean that you hated that person or insulted that person in particular, meant to insult their business or anything like that, right? These are just often common questions, but we can get really, really emotional with them. And so that's just my second tip is really try to take the emotion out of it. The third thing, my third tip here is not everyone is going to be the right fit. And this goes back to a lot of the episodes that we have on, you know, copywriting, especially, and we'll link to those in the show notes as well. But it is okay that not everyone is the right fit, right? We've talked about this before with copywriting. If you are speaking to a very specific niche target audience, a very specific client, then you know automatically that you are hopefully, if you're doing it correctly, weeding out the people that aren't a good fit, right? That is our goal. You really want to make sure that you're speaking to a specific person and you're including them. They feel like you're reading their mind. They feel like you, you know, feel them and understand them and hear them. But all the people that you're not speaking to should feel like you're not speaking to them. And that is totally okay. So it is the same with objections, right? Just because someone has an objection, even if you do a fantastic job of overcoming that objection, that does not mean that that person is necessarily going to buy, right? People have all of their own hangups and emotions and, you know, things going on in life and whatever it is. And so that also just goes back to not taking it personally, right? You never know what's going on in someone's life. So what I'm going to go through is the common, the three most common objections that I get and how I handle them and some tips for handling them for you guys. But just because you handle them in this way does not mean that this person will automatically convert to a client. And that is okay, right? It is almost never actually about you. It is almost always what that person has going on in their life. That is the reason the objection is coming up. And then if you can handle it from a business perspective, taking the emotion out of it, then you will be able to hopefully overcome a lot of them. So the first thing I'm going to say is a lot of objections come from you not illustrating your value. So they come from someone coming And essentially saying, like, I hear everything you're saying, I see everything you're saying, but what they're really saying is, I don't see the value in this. So the two most common objections that you're going to get probably and that, you know, all of us basically get are not enough time to do whatever it is, whether it's your service or your course, and not enough money, right? Those are the two most common. So let's talk about not enough money. Not enough money is almost never about the money. Obviously, sometimes it is, and you don't know people's specific money situations, and it's never good to assume people's specific money situations. But usually, usually if somebody is interested enough that they are coming to have that conversation with you, right, if they are on a sales call with you or they are interested in your program or they're filling out an application for your service, whatever it is, they're interested enough that they you know, hopefully if you've set up your sales page correctly and all of that, know the price of what you're charging. And what they're basically saying is you haven't illustrated to me the value that I'm going to get for the amount that you're asking for. So again, sometimes it's about the money, but most often it is not actually about the cost of whatever it is that you're selling your program or your service. It is usually because you haven't illustrated that value. And so I see this all the time with, you know, people that I'm helping with with my one-to-one service. So, you know, other six-figure business owners that are, you know, trying to sell a service all the time when they've had a website that doesn't effectively illustrate their value. And in our, you know, kickoff strategy call, I say to them, like, you know, what's the biggest objection that you get to your service? If they're trying to raise their price, almost always the biggest objection is that people can't afford it. And there are two reasons there. One, 
they're not attracting the right types of clients, and two, they're not illustrating their value. So oftentimes from a website perspective, which is not exactly what we're going in today, so again, I will you know, link to copywriting, you really need to make sure that you're connecting emotionally with your clients, speaking to the right people, you know, illustrating your value on the website. But once you've done all of that and you've got someone on the call, it's really then important to go back to the value statements, right? So for example, I had a social media strategist, right? She was sort of selling social media packages and her previous website didn't have a lot of information from an emotional standpoint, right? There wasn't a lot of illustrating value. It was really asking people to buy based on logic, not emotion. As we've talked about, when people have to buy based on logic, they have no choice but to say, you know, your package has this 10 things and it costs X and this other person's package has these 10 things and it costs X, right? And so they're really just going to compare and usually go for the lower price. So what you really want to do is you want to explain to people the transformation that they are going to go through and why your service is that cost, right? I see this all the time with brand photographers, for example. People don't understand why they are, you know, I'm using quotes here, seemingly so expensive. And the reason is most people don't understand. They think like, oh, my brand photography did a one-hour session. Why is it so expensive? Because it wasn't about that one hour, right? It was about so much more than that. They had to prepare. They had to put a strategy together for your shoot. Then they had to, you know, maybe go go even do a walkthrough of the space one time if they'd never been there before. Then they had to come set up, right? Maybe they got there an hour before you did and they had to set up all of the lighting and all of the scenery and, you know, all of the accessories and whatever it is. Then they did the actual shoot. Their camera equipment costs a lot of money, right? So that has to be factored in. Then they do the actual shoot with you. Then after the shoot, they have to go back. They have to curate. They have to edit, right? They have to pay for software so that they can host it and upload it somewhere so that you can get to it. So all of these things are factored into cost. And while that is helpful, that education can be helpful, you also want to illustrate your value. So for example, you know, I occasionally have people who are like, I don't understand, you know, why your service costs what it does. And that's when I have to explain that through my service, we're doing website strategy, copywriting, and design. So most people are just paying for a designer. But the whole reason that we do strategy is because it is going to increase the client's conversion rate. It is going to get them more clients. And when they have a strategic website, they can raise their price. So it's actually worth more to them than just a website that is pretty but useless, right? And so, you know, when I take them through that transformation, when I talk to them about what other designers can do for them and how it'll look absolutely gorgeous, but ours will look gorgeous and have the additional layers of having that strategy, having the strategic foundation, having the copy come from the strategy and be informed by a strategy that we've aligned on and that speaks to their ideal clients, and then have a design that is based on that strategy and aligns that strategy and speaks to their ideal clients, then they understand the value, right? They understand why it might be more expensive than other people who are just offering design. So sometimes it does just take those extra conversations, and a lot of times it is because of just lack of education or lack of understanding of the value and the transformation that you bring. So just because somebody says, you know, I don't have the money for this doesn't mean the conversation needs to be over. Obviously, you don't want to be pushy and gross and, and you know, all of the things that you wouldn't do naturally anyway, but it is totally okay to say, can you help me understand that? Or, you know, well, let me let me explain to you the transformation that I can give you or the value that I can bring to your business. And if you can do it in that way where you're really taking your emotion out of it and you're really talking about it from an objective way that it is going to help their business, that is how you can illustrate your value to them. And more often than not, they will end up purchasing the program or the course or whatever it is, right? The other one 
is not enough time. And this is something that, you know, I get sometimes with the course that I was talking about earlier, right? It's a 12-week course. And a lot of people don't understand, you know, well, why is it 12 weeks? And the thing is, you know, they'll say, well, I can just buy a template and plug it in, right? But this goes back to, to what I was talking about with my service, right? Is that it is 12 weeks because that is how long it takes to do a website correctly, right? People think that they can cut corners. Oftentimes with this time thing, you're getting people that are thinking of a faster, less detailed solution than you're offering. And sometimes those people are okay cutting corners, right? They're, again, we're not appealing to everybody. There will be okay that you, people that are okay with cutting corners. So, you know, in the instance of this course, there will be people that don't care about having a strategic website and having strategic copy and having that strategic foundation. They just want a website up yesterday. So they're gonna go get a template and plug their information in. And and more often than not, they'll learn, right? They'll learn the hard way that they have a pretty but useless website, but it might take time. But for people that are interested, but say, you know, can you explain to me why it takes 12 weeks? Or I don't understand why it takes 12 weeks. This is where you can come in with that education again, right? And the illustrating of value of how you know, you're not understanding the process necessarily where a strategic website is so important and you absolutely could go get a template, right? And you could just implement that template, but eventually you would learn that you have a pretty but useless website. There are consequences to doing it that way. I've seen people do it that way, right? You can use specific examples. Many of my clients, one-to-one -one clients are coming to me because they have a pretty but useless website. A lot of them, I'd say most of them have worked with a designer in the past where they wrote their own copy. There was no talk of strategy. The designer made it look absolutely beautiful, but it wasn't getting them clients at the rate that they wanted to be getting clients. And they were losing a lot of people, which we can see on the back end from the data and the bounce rates and everything, right? That people weren't moving through their site in a supported way. And so oftentimes when people say they don't have enough time, it's because they don't understand, right? So with my program in particular, I explained to them that, you know, there's strategy first, then there's copy, then there's design. And if you don't do it in that order and you don't start with the strategy, then nothing is informed, right? The strategy is really helping provide a container around the copy and the design that makes it much easier. So not only are, there, are those steps much quicker, right? We go through those steps much more quickly when we have a really strong strategic foundation, but they're also learning things that they can use in any business and in this business forever, essentially, right? If you learn the principles behind website strategy, learn how to do it, and then you learn the principles behind effective strategic copy, and then you learn the design principles that map back to those things and the design principles that are actually proven to be strategic and effective in converting clients, you can use that forever, right? And so then you ask, well, is that worth 12 weeks, right? Like if you can use this in your business for the next five years or 10 years or however long it is, isn't that worth 12 weeks? And when it's positioned that way, it's a lot easier to understand why it is a 12-week course. And so, you know, the same thing works for you of your service, your program, or whatever you are trying to sell. And then the third one that I have been getting as I talk more and more about this course is that group coaching doesn't work. And so this is just another one that I wanted to talk about here because, again, it's really the underlying meaning. It's not usually that they're worried that group coaching doesn't work. What's usually happening is one of two things. They're worried that they're not going to get any individualized attention, right? So maybe they've been in group programs before, or maybe they've done a course before where, where it was just, you know, go at your own pace, right? And they they didn't get any individualized attention. They felt like there wasn't any support and they were sort of like, I could have done this from a free YouTube video, right? So again, not illustrating value, right? They don't understand the value of what they're getting. 
or they're worried that, you know, it won't be tailored enough to them. There won't be any accountability. There won't be anything that is sort of like supporting them, right? So it always comes back to sort of not feeling supported and not feeling like they're understanding the value. And so, for example, with this particular program, I always say that I completely understand, right? I've been in those programs too, where you just buy something and you move through the course at your own pace. And if you're looking for something like that, that can be really great. But if you're someone that really needs that individualized attention, then that is something that is not going to support you. And that is why we have weekly group coaching calls, right? That is why everyone gets the opportunity to submit a question. That is why I'm live on the call and I'm chatting with you one-on-one. People also have different ways of learning. So while all of the module lessons are pre-recorded, so that within each module, people can, you know, go through them at their own pace, we also have those weekly group coaching calls for somebody that needs extra support or if you have a question as you're going through those at your own pace. The other thing is, you know, that worried that they'll get lost, worried that they'll get overwhelmed, and right, which is the reason that we are rolling out the modules one at a time so that we are giving people enough time to complete each one. We do this process one-to-one all the time with our clients, and we use a 12-week process. That is how I work with my one-to-one clients. And so this course is literally following that same proven process that we've now done, you know, tens of times with different clients over and over and over and over again over the past, you know, two plus years. The other thing is worried that it won't be tailored enough for them, right? Within this group coaching, that's another worry that comes up why they think that group coaching doesn't work. And again, that's why we have the Facebook group and we have the weekly Q&A calls to really make sure that we are constantly supporting and providing value to anyone who needs it. We are not just handing you a bunch of stuff and saying like, best of luck. And so, you know, with these three objections, oftentimes there's something underlying, right? They're feeling like they're not being supported or they're feeling like they're not getting the individualized attention that they need. And when you take the time to calmly explain it, take the emotion out of it, make them understand not only how it's going to objectively benefit their business, but you also make them just feel heard and understood, that can be so helpful when it comes to overcoming these objections. So, you know, that's all I have for you for today's episode. I really just wanted to talk to you about these three common objections and my three tips for overcoming objections. And just as a reminder, at the end here, if you need any additional help with your website, my Mind Reading website program cart is open today and it is available only until this Friday, July 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern. And this is the only time we will be offering it at this price. You can learn more in the show notes and at my website, stripedogcreative.com. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast with yours truly, Isabel Caitlin. If you love the show, I would appreciate it if you could leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love hearing from all of you. Share it with a friend, family, colleague, or anyone you know who may benefit from this episode. Remember, you can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at stripedogcreative.com. All right, that's it for today. See you next time.